Previously on D and D and D, Juno is going to take out a what? thousand gold and give it to the woman, and take another thousand and just like throw it up in the air so we can get away. Total panic goes nuts when oh, you a, a woman takes a, a log from one of the cook fires and like hits a guy over the oh, back Jesus with it, Christ. and his 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 cloak catches fire. And now one of the shanties has caught fire. You guys flee the scene as shanties burn and people riot behind you. Oh, Welcome to D&D&D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Gressel, and with me as always are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hello. Hi. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm playing Marjorie Sticks. She is a rogue halfling. Hi, I'm Mike. I play Fletch Stormtail, a wood elf ranger. Hi, I'm Joel. I play Juno Greenpoint. He starts riots. <laughs> Flack Tanson at your service. I let some guy named James A. Janice pretend he controls me, but he doesn't. Hello? <laughs> Uh, I'm Chelsea. I play Zavis. He's a sorcerer elf. You guys just had an interesting encounter in the slums outside the city before Juno kind of forced you to flee to the woods. But before we join you in action, let's have some dinner. How about that? Sounds yeah, good. sounds delicious. Uh, since you guys are kind of on the run and mm-hmm. in the woods, I made Cornish pasties, some hand pies. Yeah, savory hand pies. Hand why pie. don't uh, why don't we dig hand in? Pie. Everybody can go get one if you want. Sweet hand pies. Is that real Thank or is that a much. conceit for the show? No, it's real. real. Okay, I'll go get one. <laughs> <laughs> you have just fled to the woods after Juno incited a riot mm-hmm. in the slums outside the city. He had the best intentions. Yeah, that's I guess he did. No, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to help. Road you threw a hell. small fortune into the air in the poorest part of town, like some sort of monetary oh, Willy Wonka. Monetary <laughs> Willy Wonka. Oh my God! It is like when everyone realized that Charlie had a golden ticket, <laughs> and he's like, "Run, boy, run straight home!" And everyone goes fucking crazy. <laughs> They're gonna rip him to pieces. <laughs> you flee north, leaving the squalor of the slums behind you. As you move away from the city, the ground grows rockier and the trees thicker. After about an hour, you come to the top of a hill and see the moonshadow forest stretch before you. As you gaze upon its vastness, you see the titular shadow appear as the sun sets behind the western mountains. As the light of the day fades, the silver light of the moon, nearly full, begins to blanket the land. By the time you reach the wood, you can see far off into the distance to the northeast, far away from the last few rays of daylight, a soft glow from deep within the forest. It's as though there were a large fire, but the color of the light isn't right for fire, and there's no smoke. Behind you, across the small valley you just climbed, you see the knight's castle atop its craggy perch, and as the sun rests beyond the mountains at last, the walls of the great black oak start to shine with their magic. It's pretty cool, guys. (laughs) Sounds cool. But from here, you notice other things, too. You see a small fire near the docks, where the ships at port are fewer than usual for this time of year, and not at all as reputable as expected. The couple of larger cogs that are making port come with more soldiers and sailors. There are guard patrols walking the walls and a light in every tower. A cautious display for a city ostensibly at peace. There are few candles in the homes on the hill down from the castle, but countless plumes of cook fires rising from areas closer to the eastern walls. And Margarine, never in all your years do you remember seeing the slums outside the city so vast. 
It's those slums that draw your eyes now as you see the smoke rising from the remnants of the riot you just fled. You can see a column of city guardsmen leaving the main gate, hopefully going to keep the peace and nothing more. It's now nightfall, and you have one day until you are to meet Koyrim Winspear. What do you do? How's Victona doing? She's shaken, but she's actually managed to fall asleep, maybe out of fear or maybe out of just exhaustion while being carried by Fletch. Uh, let's let's take a powwow right here. How's okay. That sound? My yeah, yeah. Are, my knees are bothering me. All right. You... Marjorie starts to make a fire. Yeah, okay, so you, you go to make camp, and uh, Fletch, you put uh, Victona down. Layer down, yeah. She stays asleep. And I cover her with my Cl- cloak. Yeah, cloak. Jaguar? My cloak. <laughs> Uh, sure. Yeah, you can. You can <laughs> just so act very nice to this yeah. woman who's been through some shit. Yeah. Okay, I also cool. just realized we could probably put her next time on a uh, butter. I do have a horse. Butter's not butter's with not us. With oh fuck! Yeah. Butter's in the city. Butter's stabled. Oh fuck! And now we can't go back. We need butter. Right now. Uh, going general. forward. Sure, but not. We'll get butter, but we'll get butter back. When? You can never stay off butter. Well, should we just sleep and have Pete uh, prowl the defense? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Because, like, what else are we going to do? We're, we should just rest. Marjorie starts to make camp. She starts to make a fire. Victona is asleep on the ground, having been laid there gently by Fletch. Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> what do the rest of you guys uh, want to do here? If you intend to sleep, I will take the first watch. Thank you, Juno. I, I do think we need to have a talk about what just happened because we haven't discussed. Oh, the riot, <laughs> the riot or what caused it. Yes. Yeah. So giving people sums of gold that are excessive <laughs> have consequences. <laughs> Suddenly Fletch is a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> and I do believe that. Handouts are bad. Handouts. <laughs> do you know, I know, I know, I, I feel like you Hmm. How do I want to put try- this? Hey, Fletch, and I put my hand on Fletch's back. Are you trying to just just boil it down to really what you feel? Feeling that there was a lot of death and chaos. That's what you see. How do you feel? M- money. How do I feel? I feel statements. I feel as if I feel that oh, this is hard to do. Okay, I, I have. Know, I, hey, know. I have an idea. I have is some it- watercolors and I have paper. <laughs> if you want to paint your feelings, oh. <laughs> We'll help okay. you I've navigate. I have also done this. I've done this. This is good. Okay. Yeah. So here you go. I'm going to give you these watercolors. Oh, all right. Cool. And I'll you try can my... talk through your feelings while you paint. Okay. Okay. You, um, you don't necessarily have to paint your feelings. They they can just be used as a distraction while you, you unlock your. Or you can paint her. Yeah. Are you, is, are you guys just telling me to calm down here? Cause no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to help helping. you work through your okay. feelings because feelings are hard. I've never had to do this, so I'm... Fletch, roll a Constitution roll to see how successful you are at painting your feelings. Is that constitution? A... It's like, yeah, the, like what else would it be? Not really wisdom, not really intelligence, not really charisma. Like Constitution okay. is like your well-being. I got sixteen. My modifier is three. Oh. So 19? you're very successful at painting your like you paint you take a you take uh, Zavis's watercolors you like pour some like water out of your water skin and you like dip the brush in and you spend a couple minutes like painting and then you step back and everybody looks and knows exactly what you mean. This what do we? This was really helpful. What do we see though? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
abstract. Um, I think we see, uh, we see an ocean with the setting sun and some little white caps on the on the on the waves. And um, just a, a couple of stars in the sky. Oh, this looks really peaceful and serene. That's how you're feeling right now? Really, I, very nice and peaceful. I, when I started, it was going to be chaos, but then it, it, I, it just felt really good. So I feel calm now. Um, so thank you all for that. that yeah. was, Zabisco inspiration. Take, yay! <laughs> I will take watercolors. my watercolors and that painting. <laughs> mine. I roll up and put it in my bag. Could I also paint my feelings? That's up to Zach. Sure, okay. go for it. Roll, roll a constitution roll. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, Whoa! Jesus. Okay, all right. Whatever, whatever you describe, okay, everyone instantly understands like where you're at right now. So describe your painting. But like, but like the rest of you, you like you get it. Like, no matter what he describes, you're just like, okay. There is a fire, and the flames are taking shapes of wailing women and children (laughs) against a, a black starless night is this fire, but you know it is night. It is not merely a blank canvas, and it is not just fire, but fire burning bodies. A single tear rolls down Marjorie's cheek as she stares at this little wet piece of paper. (laughs) This like gazing into the abyss and then it gazes at me. I am sorry for my uh, actions and I must tell this group I I, I wish to be uh, better. I wish to be worthy of you all, when you made me uh, acting super mayor, I thought it a chance to do you proud, but I can see that my actions in the shanty town and my actions with Jason Schoen led directly to us having to be outside the city now, to those shanty town people's deaths, and to us it's not okay, being Trudeau, able to you... find that boy. It is my fault. I put my hand on Juno's shoulder, and I'm like, uh, hey, man, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that this is how you were feeling this whole time, so sorry for ribbing you, because this is awful. Me too, Juno. I I know I can be a little wishy-washy when it comes to you. Sometimes I'm I'm on your side, and sometimes I, I take a step back, and that's, that's a problem that I'm trying to work through myself. I am a hard one to like. Yeah, oh. that's true. Well, maybe we all just need to work a little harder then. But I think also, I'm, I. It's always been my way ever since I act on instinct, and that has served me. But I can see now it is not serving me or others. You're on a team now. I was gonna say it might be a team thing. You're on a team now. You got a team, so acting solely on feelings might work. As a solo thing. You have to think of our feelings, too. But now that we know your feelings, I feel like we can all uh, adapt and grow together as a team. And I know your feelings, because it's in a painting. Yes. I sidle up to Zabas. <laughs> you know, I think that our joint experiences and therapies really helped this, this party. Yeah. I agree. In painting therapy. Yeah. Art therapy. 
I put out my hand to give her a fist or him a yeah. fist pal. Yay, fist bump. <laughs> yeah. I feel good. I feel good. I feel less empty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if we uh what if we woke up Victona and had her pain her feelings? Yeah. Maybe I they must, could give us some insight. We're, we're kind of on a roll yes. here. Would right? I wanna be woken up to paint my feelings though? I don't know. We're kind of on a roll here. Might as well. We'll just say I mean, it worked so well with judo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to do it, though. Hey, I must Dakota! face her. Oh. <laughs> I walk up to her and I shake her shoulder. Probably she, too she, she wakes with a start and she kind of recoils and like covers her face like someone's oh, going no. to attack her. Oh, God. Victoria, calm down, bitch. It's fine. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> all, all is well. You are safe. I meant it in affection. I didn't. I'm sorry. I, you know what? You want to paint. And I grab the watercolors <laughs> and I bring them over. We just had a big heart to heart. Felt really good. All of us are getting all of our all of our demons out. We're exercising ourselves, so to speak. And we were just we just want you to be a part of it because you're you're here. You're part of the team tonight. So oh. go ahead and uh, take these watercolors and paint paint your feelings. Oh, okay. She's very confused, but she like takes them with trepidation. What are you thinking about? And she. Uh, she paints like a pretty, like startlingly good, like painting where like it's a woman with her back to like you, the viewers, and she's like reaching out, and then like deep in like the background, there's like a figure that you can't quite make out that's like reaching back towards the woman, but is like fading into mist. Oh, is that your little boy? Is that your boyfriend? No, her. Oh, sorry. Her little boy. Yes. Is that your little boy, ma'am? Yes, it's my it's my it's my son who's who's missing and 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 this one this 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 man, she points to Juno, uh told me that, that he, he would help me find him and, and it's it's been a couple days and, and I, I guess I can't complain about any help. No one else was offering to help me, but but every day that passes, every moment that passes just I'm just more and more afraid that I'll never see him again. I am sorry I have not found Mort, and I am sorry that we are not in the city now to find him. What if we sleep on it and go find Mort in the morning? I would like that very much. Okay. Crack a dawn. Hey, Victoria, right. I gotta say, that's a you're you're talented. That's a good painting. Well, thank you. I I mean I I, I always liked uh, drawing and and kind of doodling when I could, but. You know there aren't there aren't many opportunities in the arts for, um, you know peasants. You know what? I got a couple buddies who work at a couple different local shops, and they're always looking for sign painters. I could hook you. Oh, I I have here could hook you her up. like eyes get really big, and she's like, a, like a sign paint like uh, that's a career. Like could a be. sign painter would be. Oh, there. I walk you. I can't tell you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> how many times i've walked through the city and seen a sign and been like i could do a better job than that yeah you only need to know like four different words that yeah most of them are pictures there aren't too many words perfect because you know not everybody can read i can't read I'm, yep yep yeah. i know the world <laughs> <laughs> before we before we sleep uh juno is gonna do Everyone, I I was I had an idea, but I want to run it by you. Oh, good call, man. I <laughs> I could do a check of whether orcs are nearby. We know that they're in the woods, but we could see if they're close, just in case. 
Are you going to lose your shit? Are you going to take off and run away? Or are you going to be a part of the team tonight, Juno? What's your priority? What do you want? I will, I will stay with the team because I know that the team is going to face the orcs later. Together. I, I just well, want to describe Joel's physicality right now. <laughs> he just did that like politician thing. Yeah. yeah. I know we'll fight the orcs. <laughs> You're like the gentle. It's not a point. Yeah, it's, it's like not a, a point. It's, like a it's not a thumbs fist. up. It's like a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody should go look at Phil Hartman doing Bill Clinton <laughs> yes. to know exactly at the what McDonald's. Yeah, to know exactly mm-hmm. what, what Joel was just doing Aww. as he promised not to run away. <laughs> Read Aww, my Phil lips. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd rather not fight orcs if we can avoid it. You say you know we're gonna fight orcs. If we have to fight orcs as a team, We'll fight orcs as a team. Yeah, I'll do it if I have to. But Juno just wants to check for orcs. Is that right? Yes, I... Sure, knock yourself out. Why would you... Uh, just curious, why would you feel the need to run that one by us? Right. As, like, instead of just checking for orcs. This is a new thing for me. I... Okay, yeah, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll find it together. It's it's cool. All right, so you're using your, like, primeval awareness. Yeah. Stuff, right? Okay, I can so this tell is five the, miles? Yeah, five miles. I can uh, reveal the numbers and general direction and distance of orcs. Within five miles from where you are currently, you cannot detect any orcs. How'd it go? I did not detect any. Oh, thank God. Let's Good. go to sleep. Good. So Juno's, uh, Juno's keeping watch. And Juno and Pete are keeping yeah, watch. Yeah, and Victona and Margarine and Flack are all falling asleep while the elves are like meditate, like falling into like a meditative state, which is not quite sleep. So some time passes, uh, the the embers of the fire kind of start to to burn down. Juno, I want you to make a Constitution check to see if you can stay awake. Fourteen. Okay, all right, yeah, sure. So you're awake. So everybody's kind of ho- like laying around the fire, I assume. Where are you in relation to everybody else? You're like up on a hill. You made camp on the border of like the woods. And you're up on this hill. It's like kind of rocky. You're looking, you can look back uh, over like to the, toward the city and the river. Um, the mountains are far off to the west past the city. And to the east is the forest that you can kind of see stretched out before you. Where are you in relation to everybody else? Uh, are you like are you like pacing? Are you have you like posted up somewhere? Yeah, so I climbed up climbed up a tree close to the uh, campfire. I'm sort of surveying from up there. It's pretty close though. I've got my longbow drawn. Okay, so you're like up a tree, and are you are you looking out toward the city? Or are you looking out where you can see everybody else? Does it make sense that I could be sort of looking at them? but also facing not towards the city, facing like into the woods. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You hear a soft rustling in the tree next to you. And you look around and you kind of are like, oh, what was that? And then there's kind of like a, a louder rustling and then something kind of big, not like super heavy, not like a boulder, but something definitely like pretty significant of, of a pretty significant size like drops out of the tree and then kind of, you hear kind of like a giggle and then nothing Ooh. what do you do can you do a perception check to see if i know what it is sure uh wait a uh, perception wouldn't tell you what it is oh well would have we had nature stuff would nature tell me what it nature is? In the woods. might tell you what it is yeah nature would tell you what that giggle was mm. I'll do a nature check. okay 13 uh 13 you can tell that it was like a a, a sentient female giggle 
like it was something it was it was a, a like one of the like playable races basically or or like a dryad or something humanoid like humanoid and female giggled and 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 I'll tell you that it was something that was like not he, not like a smaller person okay like something of a smaller size made that noise I'll call down elves elves what? Yeah. Some, something approaches. So elegant. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? what? <laughs> it's a myth that elves are just universally <laughs> graceful and good manners. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what. Okay, yeah. What did you hear? What What happened? Something has fallen from a tree, something large, and I heard a, a giggle. It fell from the tree. Something nearby went down from a tree. All right. How are where where are you guys, Zabbis and Fletch, kind of in relation to like like describe what's like? Okay, the fire is a center point. Mm-hmm. Where's everybody around? The I fire? figured I was sitting up facing the fire. Facing the fire. Yeah, okay. Here, so was... are you guys like next to each other? Are you opposite sides of the fire? I don't know. I imagine opposite. For yeah. Some reason. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. So Juno wakes you up, and then Zabbis, you hear kind of like a voice in your head. No. And this voice says, uh, don't worry, we elfling. Most of them in the ballroom deserved it. <gasps> oh, shit. Not all of them mine, but most of them. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I feel I'm smart enough to know that this is like some weird shit. I don't like it. And then, uh, Fletch, in your head, you hear, greetings to ye, Master Ranger, and well wishes to your beastie as well. And it's your oh no, your uh, Pete, Pete the Panther. And then you look over, and you see Pete and a kind of shorter woman, really thin but like wiry, strong in like dirty kind of leather clothing with plant stuff kind of like woven in. And she has blonde hair that's tied back with antlers, and she's got blue and purple woad painted on her skin. And she's like petting Pete, and Pete's like really into it. And she says. The lady will take a fine liking to you. And then she like looks back at Zabbis. I see this. Yeah, you can see her. Every like everybody who's awake. Do can I see know her. what she is? Uh she's a half elf. You can you can tell. Okay. That she's she's got like kind of pointy ears, but they're not as big as your guys. Mm-hmm. And um her shoulders are kind of broader like a human. So you can tell being elves that she's a half elf. My instincts are to draw on her. Okay. Can I also? I don't. I haven't heard anything that's in their heads. So, you have heard. You have not heard anything spoken yeah. aloud. But now, you now that I see, see her, I've drawn on her, and Juno calls down. Is this elf good? Can we tr- trust this elf? What's happening? Uh, she says aloud. You guys won't be needing uh, needing your weapons, please. Um, and then she kind of like la- she's like petting Pete, and she and Pete starts like purring, and she kind of like laughs. And like scratches under his chin, and like Pete's like cool with her, mm. and she's like, uh, "I I'm I'm here to help. I promise." No, I don't trust this. <laughs> I don't trust you. Were you just talking to me in my in my head? Yeah, I heard your, I heard your voice in my head as well. Was that you or was that someone else? Nope, that was me. And she's like speaking out loud now. Okay. What what does that mean that we were waking up to the noises? Yeah, now now they're like having conversations, so you guys are waking. Uh, hey. so, so there's this woman here, and she was in both mine and Zabbis' head. Yeah, we got. I draw my rapier. To a bad start, because 
I personally feel if you're trying to convince me that you're cool and that you're nothing to be feared, you're not just going to, you're not going to try and put like morally weird shit in my head, (laughs) like ethically gray stuff. (laughs) I'm already struggling with it. And and uh, she says, "Well, I could I could feel your struggle. I could. F- that's what kind of drew me here. I could feel the the mark of the, of wild magic upon you. Mm-hmm. And and I share this. I share this gift. And that's that's why I came. Uh, I sensed some distress with with some with a kinsman, and I was looking looking to help. Marjorie sits mm-hmm. up a little bit more. Uh, speak your name." My name is Navia. Some in these parts call me a woods witch. Wait, it- are you like the oh, woods witch? Uh, or are you a woods witch? Uh, Do you know- I don't know of any other witch of these woods. We've heard about you. I'm curious, woods witch. Why do you think some of those people deserve to die? I can I can sense uh good and evil in in folk. It's one of my gifts, one of the one of the gifts that the wild has given me. What, what do you I- sense in me? Damn it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Me first. Uh, she looks at both of you and she kind of stretches out uh, one hand in each of your directions. So like left hand goes to F- Flack and right hand goes to Marjorie. And she just goes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of goes over to you and she like kneels down th- so that she's like looking in your, because you like sat up, right? So you're like a gnome who has sat up. So yes. you're low to the ground. So she like kneels down. She like looks you in the face, and she kind of like touches your face, and she's like, "There's more to come from you." And then she kind of like goes away and like turns her attention back to Zavis. Really? Yeah. There's more to come. Yeah. I, I want to undraw my bow. Yeah. I'll I set, put, I I'll, set my weapons down. I'll put away my rapier. But we still got we still got Juno. M- mine is still drawn. Yeah. So okay, she's like not concerned. She's at not all. concerned clearly. Yeah. And she goes over to to Zabbis and she she says um how how many times have you have you felt the surge you don't really you, you like you, obviously the yeah. fireball was a surge but you 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 don't really know I don't it's hard for me to tell what is and what isn't that I would honestly say less than 5 times and she says powerful they can be but devastating too and you learned that in the ballroom yeah and she kind of like she kind of like walk and she's like just like walking around while she's kind of like saying this and 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 she's just like like the way that she moves is kind of weird. It's like she's kind of floating but she's not. You can see she's like walking on the ground. But you're all just kind of like a little bit unnerved by the way that she kind of moves. And she without looking at you, she's just kind of like looking around and like touching stuff. She says to Zavis like I can make you a brew that would keep it in check, but without the wildness, what would you really be? Ooh. What are you going to keep it in check? Uh, I could make it so that you wouldn't have these surges, or at least uh, as long as you drink the brew. My my prices don't come in gold or silver. Also, hello, it's like three of the boarding. What are you doing visiting us at this time of the night? Uh, I could sense the magic. Uh, I could sense the magic coming from the elves. I could sense the magic coming from uh, the gnome, and it oh. drew me here. Uh, and now I can sense that you you're in search of something. Well, let's go back to how much it, what yeah, what, what your price is. Well, if you can't I just send have a bad feeling about it. Hey, if you have to ask, it's too expensive. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> price isn't on the menu. Well, we, knowledge is power. Margarine's miffed because she didn't so, say anything about margarine, so she just kind of like hunkers back down. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm actually really into this lady for saying that there's <laughs> that there's more ahead for me and that I'm magical. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're we're, bard. 
I know, but like it's nice to have that recognition. Okay. What is your price? Well, it depends what you ask. And then, for, for, what does for that some mean? things, I charge a drop of blood. For some things, I charge a stag's heart. For some things... What about a song? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the song, and I can give you something in return. Flack, what do you want from her? Oh, no, uh, I was... Well, do you want that potion, Zabbos? I, make, I, I don't trust it. I, I instinctively have a bad feeling about it. Okay. Because things like this where... Look, I'm I'm a sorcerer. I just feel like I have experience with magic like this where if it's like a not literal price, that's a number, it gets tricky. Marjorie, like she's turned away from all of this at this point because she's hunkered back down to go to sleep all <laughs> bitter. But you can hear her be like, well, maybe at one point or another, it'd be nice to be able to count on a spell. <laughs> no. Oh. Well. Juno calls down Zabbos, you created a horse you are revered among wizard lizard people yeah and you inspired workers for fair wages i don't don't trust this woods witch who tells you you're nothing without your wild magic you're awesome she never said that don't put words in the woods witch's mouth she said what would you be without wild magic my friend goes that's true i'm gonna pass for now this whole scenario seems very creepy yes i'm not i'm creeped on board with this woman yet because if, say, the price is a drop of blood, you're a woods witch, you're like, what are you going to do with it? With the blood? Yeah. Mm. And she, she, she's kind of like moved over toward Victona and she's kind of like stopped there and she's looking down at Victona, but she's listening to you and she responds and she's like, well, once it's mine, it's kind of up to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, no, I'll pass. And don't touch her, please. Like, <laughs> please. <laughs> Hey, lady, what do you what do you think about me, huh? Are you still up in the Are tree? You, you're still up in the tree? Yeah, I'm still up in the tree. He's <laughs> still like holding a bow drawn to her. What do you think of this? So when you yeah. say, what what do you think of me, the painting like starts floating, and it like comes up, uh, and it like floats above the fire, and then like starts to kind of like move, like it's like a, one of the hologram things, you know, where when you like move the thing, you can see the different stuff mm. on it, and you can kind of like, all of you now can kind of like hear in your head like the sounds of the painting. Oh. Like the kind of like anguish and fear of what the painting oh, is. And stop. you can kind of like feel what Juno feels. Oh. With like the the like pain and the like longing to fill a void. It's different from when you like understood what he was like trying to say with it. Now you can kind of now now you actually like feel his feelings. Oh. Oof. And then she like stops it and the painting like falls into the fire and like burns. Oh. oh. But then you all feel way better. I was going to throw up. Oh, I've never felt so empty. <laughs> Marjorie's just silent. Oh, guys. Um, uh, do you not feel good? No. She says to Juno, she says, why do you want to find him so bad? I, I can't find my own child, can I? What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What are you talking what about? What was that? Hey, hey, why don't you come down from that tree, man? Yeah, get yeah. down from there. Marjorie picks up. Juno climbs down. So when you were up in that tree, you said something about a kid. Can't find your own kid? My my child is gone. I can't find my child. I'll, I can find her child. What? You got a kid? <laughs> I, I had a kid. We're a team. We, oh. we need to discuss 
these kind of things. Pops up and goes, "How long have you been a boy finder?" <laughs> uh, I, uh, if a child is missing, I will find the boy or find the girl. I, on my travels, I would always try to do that. Well, uh, what's your child's name? My son's name was Jenna. 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 Okay. Uh, he was killed when my village uh, was ransacked. And you just said he was killed? Oh, you said killed. Yes. Why, well, my, who's lost? I no, I, uh, he, he's lost forever. I cannot get him back. Oh. Woof. Sad. And, like, she means it, but it's just, like, very, like, she kind of keeps, like, kind of It feels like she's around. seen a lot. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's seen, like, yeah, she's, she's, but she, like, knows what she's doing. And she, she's, she's, like, she, like, kneels down. And, like, Victona, now you all kind of notice when you look over at the two of them that, like, the sleep that Victona's in isn't, like, a normal sleep anymore. You look at the way that, like, uh, Neva's kind of interacting with her, and you can see that, like, there's something magical going on because you look at Victona's face and the kind of, like, troubled look that she had had on her face before is, like, eased. And she looks like she's more at peace than you've ever seen her. But but it's not... You can tell, even just from looking at her, you can tell that, like, this isn't real. And then when you look up at Neva, she's kind of, like, moving her hands, like, over Victona's body. And she, without looking at you guys, says, I may be able to help ye find him. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? No, let's just do it. Well, no, you know what? what this what feels clandestine. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're finding out about Juno. Victona's on the ground. Her son's gone. My daughter's gone. Juno's oh, yeah. son's daughter. Uh, Your daughter's gone. Let's find this yeah. child. Yeah. How 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 can you help us? There are others, you know. It's not just hers. Yes. Is oh no, Juno. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Awkward. That happened. Flack said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. Yeah. Flack's trying. Flack's like trying to connect the dots. Like, oh. <laughs> oh wait, no. I know what she meant. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. So Thanks. we're all clear. The him we're talking about is Mort. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay, but how how can you help us? How exactly? There are others that are with him. I can tell. I can sense them. I can sense their the trouble that they're in because some of them, some of these children have have the gift that that myself and and this elf here have. I can feel it. She says, um, "I can sense. I can sense that they're out there. I can sense that they're in the city, but I can't focus." my energies in telling you where they are, if I had something that belonged to one of them, I could focus my magics uh, because it's nearly a full moon and, and I have, I can, I have more, more power now. Well, in some ways, you could say Victona Victo- I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Victona belongs to him. More. Yeah. That, yes, that's, that's part of it. I need, oh, shit, but I need wait. one more component because her sadness is clouding. Yes, uh, ever since I was looking for the children, I have kept with me a stuffed toy horse given to me by a baker that was said to be one of a children's one of the children's toys. You're handing this to 
Yes. I Nailed totally it. remembered. I had this on my first <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also, as I handed, I ask, what are you doing to Victona? What? What are you doing to Victona? I'm just making her dreams nicer. Prove it. Okay, and then, mm. and then, like, no, fuck no. <laughs> okay, so now... <laughs> hey, everybody, Russell here with a few quick mid game announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 12 of DD&D. And thanks to everybody who has followed us on social media. Be sure to follow us at DD&D Pod at Twitter and DD&D Pod at Instagram, or email us at DD&D Pod at gmail.com. And thanks to everybody who's tweeted about the show. People like Captain Nico, who says, D&D&D Pod is probably the best thing I've heard. It's really funny, and all the players are memorable and lovable. Totally recommend everyone. Well, thanks, Captain. We appreciate it. Salute to you. And Kelsey K at KelseCare1 on Twitter, who says, Instead of being the mom friend of my group, I decided I'm the campaign meemaw of my friends. Sassy, supportive, and ready to protect my friends at any cost. Thanks, Kelsey. May your campaign team be much more successful than ours. We have an Amazon affiliate link in the description of this episode where you can go and find all things Dungeons and Dragons related on Amazon.com. Uh, if you do go and buy some dice or any of the books or uh, any kind of game mats or what have you uh, using that link, it really helps the show. That does it for me. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to be right back on Wednesday with another new episode. Do what's fun. Hey, everybody. Sorry to interrupt. I got one more quick announcement. We now have a Patreon. The best way to support the show directly is to go over to patreon.com slash dndndpod. If you like what you hear, we really hope you'll consider supporting us at any level you can. Uh, we've got some great rewards over there. You could impact the show with listener polls. Uh, you could get access to recipes written by me featuring artwork from Beth. There's even an exclusive t-shirt club featuring more of Beth's great art inspired by the show. Four t-shirts a year, specially available to patrons. So check it out, patreon.com slash dndndpod. Now I promise that's it for me and we'll get you right back to the show. Thanks everybody, do what's fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now she like looks at Zabbis and like now Zabbis, you can see Victona's dream mm-hmm. and you, you're like in the dream with Victona magically and you're like on like a beach and like Victona's chilling there and she's like in like a lounge chair with like a drink mm-hmm. and it's like future vacation. her son Mort is like making like a sandcastle. And, like, Do they see me? No, they they like, can't they can't see you. Like you okay, and Neva are there and she's like, see, I told you, and then you're like whoop back in okay. reality. Cool. Well, welcome back. I was on the beach. You were on Victona Beach. Yeah. <laughs> was it cool? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Wow. Okay, so now Neva has this uh the toy horse and she's like, Yes, I can I can can tell that this this was an orphan's this was an orphan's this was an orphan girl's toy horse and she kind of like spreads her hands out after holding it really tightly and it kind of like floats in between them and she chants in like a language that you guys don't like understand uh completely and the like wind picks up and swirls around her a little bit and the trees that are nearby bend in toward her 
they're not like down to touching her, but they, they you definitely since they like move, they, it feels like they like move in a little bit. And she's saying things, and she's you know incantations, and she's trying to figure out where uh, the owner of this toy horse is. And she's in this trance for like five minutes, and then she comes out of it, and the the horse kind of like drops to the ground, and she staggers a little bit, and then collects herself, and she says that she saw pigs. But like not normal pigs, not like a pigs you would find in, you know, just any farm. They were monstrous and deformed and they were making horrible, horrible squealing noises. And there was a cage and there was fear and there were other children there and uh, Mort was there. She could see him because she saw him in Victona's dreams and she knows what he looks like. There was the scent of blood, fresh blood and the sound of like chopping and screams and pain and this just this overwhelming overwhelming scent of blood it's probably fine (laughs) (laughs) it's you know sometimes dreams and and visions are worse than it turns out juno is more probably fine this was you you guys can't see this but juno is wide eyed shaking his head no at me there were sounds of the city this was inside the city this wasn't somewhere else he hasn't been taken far away they're close that's kind of all she can tell you. When you say the pigs are monstrous and deformed, were the children with the pigs? Were the children change. becoming the pigs? Oh. That's- she can't say. She doesn't know. The children were near the pigs. The pigs were uh, kind of kept separate. The children were kept in like a cage, that, but the pigs had a little bit more kind of like freedom to roam around. And but they were inside a building. They weren't like open See, air. This is what happens when people start treating their pets like people. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden the pigs are the ones running the farm, <laughs> and the people are the ones in the cages. Hey, they're just first among equals. <laughs> they're more oh. equal than others. Boy, oh boy, Sorry. you guys should write a, a dystopian novel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, like to return this horse to its owner. She s- says that she could smell. Beneath the blood, which was so prominent, there was there was like a fishy smell. And the dogs. Yeah. Dogs. The dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Margin goes, What about the seeing eye salve? The what salve? The what uh, seeing eye, the clairvoyance. Uh, clairvoyance. She means clairvoyance. Yeah. Uh, it's was either an obvious location unfamiliar to you. Such as behind a door, uh, behind a door, around a corner, or in a grove of trees, mm-hmm. or a place you've visited and seen before. Visited and seen. Yeah. And Zab uh, or uh, you know, visited or seen. seen. Visited, visited or oh. seen. Okay. And then you choose either hearing or seeing, and you can sense through the sensor where it, like what is happening there. Well, now. listen, Nava is. Yes. Uh, Nava was able to take. You said Navy the first time. Nava was able to take. Okay. Zabbos, uh to the beach, you know, like Boy. visually, mm-hmm. mentally. Can she do the same with Juno to this bloody fishy place? So Would that- she put him to sleep and then go inside his dream and modify this it? Seems excessive. Let's just May- give her the salve, and then she could tell us exactly where this place is. Would that work? I mean, you could try it. it. Oh well, you've all. She's, she's describing it, it to you. Know where it is. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, so my bad. Like a Let's do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, want some paste? 
Neva, could you do this for us? Uh, could you do this for the children? She like looks at the pace and she's she's like ex- she's like oh, and she's excited by it and she kind of just like smears it on her face, <laughs> and like down like down okay. like like two two hands like down across her eyes and like down across her face, and now she's so now in addition to like being like streaked with like this purple and blue, like woad, she's got like gross brown magic paste across her eyes and she reaches out again magically now she's there like in the present she's not just there from like what she got from the uh from channeling the toy and she's there in the present and the the presence that she was channeling before the the little girl who owned the toy isn't there anymore and instead she she sees like half as many children in the cage that were there. Mort's still there, but he's thinner and like really really scared looking. She sees because uh, all she can do is see now, uh, so she doesn't have the kind of like other sensory things that she had before. All she can see is uh, these like these horrible like pig creatures that are like feasting on kind of like a small. They're like picking the remnants of meat off of like a small rib cage. Oh my god. And and she she sees like a door open and when the door opens there's like a bright light like sunlight that comes in behind a huge hulking figure that she can't make out because it's backlit and uh, as her eyes start to adjust, she describes seeing uh, the river behind uh, in the distance, and then the vision ends. I want to go to the docks and fuck shit up. Let's go! Okay. All right. No time to waste! D&D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on D&D&D. Uh, Margarine and Fletch cannot tell a lie. <gasps> oh. Did anything happen, Juno? You I don't feel to... any different. Anyone else feel any different? Feel a bit different, yes. yeah. Whoa. Uh, how? How do you feel different? I feel I as can't some... lie. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? That's what I can say. Oh no. Hey Flack, what do you think of me? Do you want to do that to yourself?